Today's scripture reading comes from James chapter 4, verses 13 through 17. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin for them. This is the word of the Lord. Happy Mother's Day to all. You know, my thinking, Pastor Logan, is that every mother should have at least two Mother's Day celebration each year. Some years ago, while mom was alive, I tried to start a practice of calling mom on my birthday. And when, that, when I called her on my birthday, I would wish her a happy Mother's Day. Because it was on my birthday, when I was born, that she became my mother. So, uh, Melissa, you have along with today, uh, Mother's Day, Four other Mother's Day celebrations for the year. Sorry, Logan. <laughs> but happy Mother's Day to all. Folks, I'm going to share with you this morning on the topic, There is no time like now. There is no time like now. Have you ever had an appointment? I mean, an important appointment. Of course you have. But I mean really important appointment. What do we do? If it's that important, we write it down several places. It's in your phone calendar. It might be on a sticky note somewhere. It's on the fridge held up from gravity by some odd-looking mag magnet. <laughs> it's in your appointment book. And yeah, believe it or not, some people still have that, you know, thing. They write down stuff in an appointment book. The date, the time, the place, the reason for the appointment, and the person you're meeting. It may be an anniversary dinner, a job interview, it could be a wedding day, uh, a doctor's appointment, a house closing. It is some important appointment. Whatever that day is not, we know what it is. It's big. It's huge. It's gigantic. It's life-changing. You could say that it's really, 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 really important. That day consumes us. We will talk about it and be sure, even if we don't talk about it, we certainly think about it. I mean, 
We sometimes might even dream about that day. Can you think of such a day in your life? Well, here's another question. Who was the person who set that day for you? <laughs> was it you or was it someone else? If it was someone else, it must have been a pretty important person in your life to make such an impact. My older sister, Carlene, called me into her room. One day I was, I was a deviant, lost 16-year-old teenager, still reeling from the loss of my father about a year before. And when she called me into her room, my attitude was, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Now, what are you going to say to me, Miss Goody Two-Shoes? She asked if I had any plans for the following Tuesday. Next week? I didn't even know what I was going to do tomorrow. <laughs> she said, don't plan anything for next Tuesday evening because you have an appointment. An appointment? What kind of an appointment? You know, I... Was it some, because she was in the medical field, I, did she make a medical appointment for me? And she said, no, it was actually a job interview. I had not applied for a job, I told her. To which she simply said, I know, <laughs> I applied for you. I went ballistic. I shouted about her trying to run other people's lives and you know, she did this without my permission. She had no right. I gave it to her. Well, Carlene calmly played the, remember what dad always says, card. <laughs> she told me that dad usually say, used to say the only thing that really matters for a man is his reputation. She convinced me that my whole working life, which was ahead of me, hinged on whether I started my working life with a good reputation by turning up for the interview. Uh, you know what? Truth be told, it worked. I went for the interview. I got the job. It was a teaching position at a government-run adult education center. I had to go to this job interview, and the interview was next week, the following Tuesday, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. at the Jamal, J-A-M-A-L, which stands for Jamaica Adult Literacy Program. It consumed my thoughts during all my wake time, and even while I was sleeping. It consumed my time when I woke up, when I was on the bus going to school, when I was in, at, in school at classes, when I got home. It was all I thought about. The day came and I was excited and nervous. I was more nervous than excited. Long story short, I got the job. And apparently my sister saw in me stuff that I didn't see in myself. Because a year later, I was honored by the program 
because my class had the highest passing percent of the JSC exam, the Jamaica School Certificate exam, the highest percentage in the history of the Jamal program at that site. 22 out of my 24 students passed the exam. That was a rite of passage for a young teenage boy who was becoming a man. Really, thanks, Carlene. Thank you. So, have you ever had someone important in your life set an appointment day for you? I'm not talking here about someone who is guilty of trying to run your life or control you for their own selfish reasons. I'm talking about someone doing it out of pure love. What about God? Has God set an appointment day for you? Have you ever thought that God, your creator, your savior, your life sustainer, the ruler of this universe, has set aside an appointment day for you? And, you know, usually when we hear that, especially in evangelical circles, one scripture comes to mind. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. I'm not talking about that day. I'm talking about another day. But if you knew that God had made an appointment day for you, what would you do? And actually, he has set aside a particular day for an important appointment. And if you knew that day, shouldn't you put that on your phone calendar? Shouldn't you write that in your appointment book? Shouldn't you write it down on a sticky note? Shouldn't you place it on your fridge held by that ugly looking magnet? So what's the appointment for and what's the appointment date that God has made for us? <laughs> you know, being a middle school teacher comes with its challenges and with its uh, amusements. A few years ago, a middle school student once you know, asked me, uh, Mr. Mason, can you name three days of the week that begins with the letter T? Uh, so I thought, okay, Tuesday, Thursday, yeah, pretty obvious. Uh, what's the third? Hmm, trick question, right? Different answers were swirling around my mind, and I had heard this question before, but the question I had heard before it was to name four, you know, days that end with the, what starts with the, with the letter T. So I said, okay, you know what, you know, I, I give up, you know, what are the days? The student said, Tuesday, Thursday, and today. <laughs> that was one of the answers in my head, but I shot back. So isn't it four days? What about tomorrow? To which the student replied, well, if it's Saturday, then tomorrow is not in that week. It would be in the following week, but today will always be in this week. So he got me. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow. We will go to do this 
We will go to this or that city. We will spend a year there, carry on business and make profits. You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that, a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Boasting about tomorrow as if we have the control, uh, as if tomorrow is promised to us. I was guilty of that earlier this year. Because in January of this year, I was given a wonderful invitation. I was actually invited to teach middle school mathematics in the country of South Korea for the entire month of July. Their, their, their school year runs from March to July. Their long break is actually January and February. You see, a middle school math teacher from Korea, in, in fact, you know, I, I jokingly um, talk about him because his name is actually Derek. Uh, Derek Ho. He visited our school um, about four years ago and then visited again this year. And during those two visits, he had, you know, he came to a few of my classes and observed uh, my teaching. Apparently, he was impressed and he contacted his principal, who happened to be on the trip this year. And she asked for a meeting with me. She met with me and made me the offer. A contract was in the works and plane tickets and housing accommodations were being planned. I proudly had, you know, started to uh, share it with other people, you know, you know, that, that, you know, this thing had been, hap you know, this thing was offered to me and, uh, you know, July, I won't be here. I'll be in South Korea. I'll be doing what I love best, teaching math. Then COVID-19 came and everything was dropped. You see, no one can boast about tomorrow. Instead, according to James, we should say, if the Lord is willing, we will live and do this or that. In Jamaica, you will hear Jamaicans will say, we'll do this or do that, God willing. In Trinidad, they say it's slightly different, but it's the same meaning. They often say, we will do this or we will do that, please God. It's the same meaning. If the Lord is willing, we will live and do this or that. Or that. Hear what God says about today. From the book of Hebrews chapter 4, again, he designates a certain day saying in David, Today, after such a long time, as it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7. Think about it. God designated a certain day for us 
to hear his voice. God designated a certain day for us not to harden our hearts. He called this day. He gave it a name. He said the day is today. Not tomorrow. Not someday next week, next month, next year, but today. Hear the NIV translation. God again set a certain day, calling it today. This he did when a long time later he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. The writer was here referring to David's writing in Psalm 95 and verse 7 and 8. When David wrote, For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the sheep under his gear. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as you did at Meribah and in the day of Massa in the wilderness. Again. God says in his word in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 for he says in an acceptable time I have heard you and in the day of salvation I have helped you behold now is the accepted time behold now is the day of salvation It is reported that uh, a Colonel Rao, commander of the British troops in Trenton, New Jersey, he was playing cards when a courier brought an urgent message stating that uh, General George Washington and his troops were crossing the Delaware River. Rao put the letter in his pocket and didn't even bother to read it until his card game was over. <laughs> then after he read it, oh, whoops, he realized the seriousness of the letter and the seriousness of the situation. He hurriedly tried to rally his men and meet the coming attack, but it was too late. His procrastination caused many of his men to be killed and the rest of the regiment to be captured. His army was defeated because of procrastination. Only a few minutes delay cost him and some of his troops their lives. Earth history is filled with the wrecks of half-finished plans and unexecuted resolutions. Harsh words, but one writer puts it this way. Tomorrow is the excuse of the lazy and the refuge of the incompetent. Procrastination is a sin. It brings me nothing but sorrow. I know what, that I should stop it. In fact, I will. Tomorrow. See, James ends this portion of his letter with a sobering conclusion and a pronouncement. 
Anyone then, he says, who knows the right thing to do yet fails to do it, to that person it is sin. Anyone who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it is guilty of sin. So what is that right thing to do? The right thing to do is to hear God's voice today. The right thing to do is not to harden your heart today. So if we fail to hear God's voice, to listen to what he's saying to us right here, right now, to us, it is sin. If we harden our hearts to God, to his call, to his wooing, to his invitation, to us right here, right now, it is sin. We must respond to God today. I recall there was a, a song that was taught to me years ago by the two young children of a co-worker of mine named Reverend Fine. And by the way, you wouldn't believe the names of the people in his family. Uh, yeah. His parents named him Went On. So his name was Went On Fine. He married a lady by the name of Olga. So she was pretty much Olga Fine. They had two children, a girl and a boy. The girl they named Carrie-Anne. So she was Carrie-Anne Fine. And the boy was named Duane. Yeah, believe it or not, he was doing fine. Well, Carrie Ann and Duane taught me a song. And yeah, they were quite young, so they didn't give me the right words, but I kind of figured it out. And then later on, when I heard it sung at their church, I realized, yeah, the words were what I thought they were. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will. And to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Are you willing to say yes to God this morning? To what God has placed upon your heart. You see, the message this morning is just simply this, that there is no other time but now. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. Because it's not promised to us. But God's time is now. God has been speaking to you about a particular thing. It's not to the entire church, but it's to you as an individual. God has been speaking to you on the time to answer to that prompting that God has placed upon your heart is now, right now, to say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. And yes, I know that God's spirit is speaking right now. When your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart, 
I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. We must respond to God today. There is no yesterday. <laughs> That's dead and gone. He will never return. There is no promise of tomorrow. It may never come. Today, folks, is all we have. Today is God's designated day. He has set the appointment day. Today is God's appointment day. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of reckoning. Today is the day of action. Today is the day of commitment. Now is God's accepted time. I want you to listen to the words of a, a song. Sung by C.C. Winans. And it was made popular very, you know, quite a few years ago, but it still rings true today.
close with the words of Eleanor Roosevelt. Many people will walk in and out of your life, but only true friends will leave footprints in your heart. To handle yourself, use your head. To handle others, use your heart. Anger is only one letter short of danger. <laughs> if someone betrays you once, it's his fault. If he betrays you twice, it's your fault. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. He who loses money loses much. He who loses a friend loses much more. He who loses faith loses all. Beautiful young people are accidents of nature. Beautiful old people are works of art. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from the mistakes of others. Because you can't live long enough to make all of them yourselves. The clock is running. Make the most of today. Time waits for no man. Yesterday's history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Remember, there's no time like now. I invite Pastor Logan to come at this time.